Welcome to Bradley's Micro Board Review, where we try to make your board's review for microbiology a little less painful. But, I mean, we're not magicians or anything. This still sucks. Today is March 15th, and we'll talk about two gram-negative cocci that are pretty ubiquitous in the world. Staphylococcus epidermidis is unsurprisingly a common skin flora. Epidermidis. Get it? It uniquely loves to create biofilms, which makes it particularly awesome at sticking to plastic. This means that anytime you shove plastic into a body through the skin, think indwelling catheters, IV catheters, prosthetic valves, um, CSF shunts, implants, etc., you have the potential for infection with this guy. That biofilm also makes it very difficult to treat with antibiotics because it's hard to penetrate that sticky goop. Therefore, treat this nasty bugger with vancomycin. Staphylococcus saprophyticus is the second most common cause of UTIs, second after E. coli, and especially haunts young sexually active women because skin. This organism is urease positive, which helps it survive the acidic environments of the urinary tract. It also contains many aquaporins that help it regulate the pH around all that urine. Now let's take all that knowledge and bring it to the boards. A 19-year-old female presents to the clinic with painful urination for the past two days. Vital signs are all normal. She reports that she recently became sexually active and uses barrier protection methods. Urinalysis reveals the presence of gram-positive organisms in the absence of white blood cells, casts, or red blood cells. Which of the following best describes the most likely causative agent? Is it A, catalase-positive, coagulase-positive, Beta hemolytic. B, catalase positive, coagulase negative, novobicin resistant. C, catalase positive, coagulase negative, novobicin sensitive. D, catalase negative, coagulase negative, optochin sensitive. E, catalase negative, coagulase negative, optochin resistant or F, catalase positive, fembrae positive, flagella positive. This patient has symptoms of uncomplicated cystitis. Uncomplicated cystitis is a simple case of urinary tract infection or UTI. Complicated UTIs occur when the patient is male or has a catheter or other complication. The presence of casts, white blood cells, or red blood cells would be more suggestive of a case of pyelonephritis. Choice A describes Staphylococcus aureus, which is rarely a cause of UTIs since it doesn't have urease. Choice B describes Staphylococcus epidermidis, which can be a cause of UTIs because it has urease, but is not commonly one. Choice D describes Streptococcus pneumoniae, which is not a cause of a UTI. Choice E describes Streptococcus viridans group, which is not often a cause of UTI. Choice F describes E. coli, 
particularly of the UPEC serotype, which is the most common cause of UTIs, but these are gram-negative organisms and therefore are ruled out for our patient. Therefore, the correct answer is B. Catalase positive, coagulase negative, novobicin resistant. A 32-year-old male presents to the intensive care unit after blunt trauma requiring the placement of a central line in the left internal jugular, which was placed prior to arrival in the critical care unit. On day 10 of admission, the patient developed worsening hypotension, a temperature of 104.1 Fahrenheit, a heart rate of 110. Physical examination reveals erythema around the central line and find that the line has not been changed since ICU admission. Blood cultures were taken and the organism was found to be sensitive to novobicin and catalase positive. Which of the following characteristics best describes the most likely organism? Is it A, ferments mannitol, B, coagulase positive, C, urease positive, or D, grows in chains. First, diagnose the patient. This patient is hypotonic, tachycardic, and has a fever. This indicates some sort of shock. Growth in the blood cultures clarifies that this diagnosis is septic shock caused by an infectious agent. The most likely organism caused by an infected central line is Staphylococcus aureus. However, the fact that it's sensitive to novobicin indicates that it's Staphylococcus epidermidis. Remember, because of its biofilm, this organism is really hard to kill via antibiotics. Choice A describes Staphylococcus aureus. Mannitol salt agar plates can be used to differentiate between Staph aureus and Staph epidermidis saprophyticus, and Staph epidermidis doesn't ferment mannitol. Choice B. Staph aureus is coagulase positive. Staph epidermidis saprophyticus are not. Choice D, streptococcus species often grow in chains, but no staphylococcal species grow in chains. Therefore, the correct answer is C. Urease positive. You can find our study calendar, a guide on how to study microbiology specifically for the boards, our contact email address, and references used to make this episode at thebradleylab.wordpress.com. If you found an error or would like to discuss any of this information, please leave us a voice message in the show notes. If you appreciated this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend. This podcast was written and edited by me, Jillian Bradley. See you tomorrow.